Mondays today. Yeah, definitely a little Mondays. Somebody has a case to the Mondays. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Grumpy Steve, Craig, Danielle, Behind the Mac. Um, How are you guys doing today? I'm great. (laughs) I'm, uh, yeah, I'm running on a few. You know what I'm running on right now? Oh, no. I'm running on a Jake Plummer mushroom bar, and I feel great. And I'm not tripping. I should point that out as well. Okay. Okay. Just to clarify, these are not psychedelic mushrooms. At least I don't think, unless there's a lag effect. We'll find out about halfway through the show. Um, Boy, that would make it, like, that would start tripping. Turn my my pupils dilated and... (laughs) Yeah. Well, it could be chaos, and uh, we'll welcome in the the guys of what chaos. It's Pete, DJ, and Sean, who I will not leave out this time. Uh, welcome to the show for your chaos theory segment. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, I didn't know we were doing shrooms. Tell uh, us I wish more I about got this. that memo. My yeah. bad. My bad. I decided to do it on the car ride over here from the ice cream. <laughs> so. Good lord. <laughs> nice. You're not kidding. You literally did. I did. I, yeah. But you know. Like I said, they're not not medicinal. And they well, they well, they're it's an energy bar, and it was actually good, which I didn't expect. Okay, yeah. So things can he get didn't weird. Lie. All right, <laughs> so things can get weird. Yeah. Well, with that being said, Craig, I'll let you kick us off today. Well, we want to talk about the World Junior Championship with you guys. First off, <clears throat> did you watch? Not really. I watched the elimination round. I watched watched a couple of games from the uh, the prelims, but like most of the elimination round, I wasn't as into it this year as uh, as I normally am. Probably because of the show that we do and the fact that we're like very deep into hockey. But uh, yeah, I, I was I was in there a little bit. The hockey of this show inspired Pete to to stop watching hockey. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Did you did you celebrate? Did you like the fact that Team USA won the gold? Oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, like, <laughs> just, yeah. Luke Orb, I was an American hockey fan. fan, and I didn't care enough to watch every American game, but when I saw, like, Canada eliminated early, I was like, I know who cares about this more than I do. That's our neighbors to the north, <laughs> and they got eliminated early. It was now this is interesting. It was weird. It was like a it was uh like a double championship because it's like a championship if Canada doesn't win gold for me. And <laughs> the fact that US then won gold after Canada was eliminated in the quarters, how embarrassing for them. Uh a real, real double win. Although, like, I feel like it would have been more satisfying had uh Canada gotten like a little bit closer. I feel like Canada was checked out. By the time that U.S. won gold, like I still wanted it to the sting to be there for Canada when the Americans won. People okay. forget Leah is actually Canadian. Yes. Did you know that? <laughs> so your viewership was more shouting for it than anything else. It, it sounds like. Um, but I, I, I got it. So I, I should ask, actually, that should be the follow up question. Then why is it that you guys hate USA? Why do you hate the troops, guys? <laughs> Oh, us? You're talking to Deej and Pete. You're not talking to William Nylander. Oh, are you asking Leah as a Canadian? You shoot your mouth off during the the U.S. national anthem as well? That was horrible behavior if I've ever seen it. He was talking to his friends, goofing around. Lighting the flag on fire. Shooting spitballs. right? Yeah. Yeah. He He probably had a couple of flags flying off the back of his pickup truck, too. They're all tattered. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, we we Leave made the argument uh, last week that uh, the Nylander was going to lose twenty six teams in the the uh, his free agency sweepstakes, and then all of a sudden, like forty eight hours later, he signs an extension with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Makes huh. you think. Huh. <laughs> it does make Couldn't you. even make it to U.S. July one. <laughs> <laughs> U.S. July one, or as he calls it, that stupid day. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. I'm not even going to ask you about Russia's absence because you guys probably don't care. They don't care. But I do want to no. ask you, you know, <clears throat> the, the U.S. beat Sweden, and we talked about this a little on the show, but I want to talk about all the reasons that Sweden sucks and <laughs> deserve to lose in front of its home fans. So I, I don't know if you have anything I'm, to add to the discussion. I think Craig did take well, mushrooms. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I think those things are spreading around. I mean, give me the reason Sweden sucks because as far as I'm concerned, ABBA, Max Martin, Shellback, <laughs> Louis Erickson, like I, I – Here's a pushback from me, William Nylander. Oh, uh, yeah. hates the troops. <laughs> yes, product of Sweden. You. Yeah, fair. 
Oh, Only Lord. bad Swedish guy. <laughs> I mean, universal health care, happy people. <laughs> Seriously, they suck. They deserve Me to live. Sweden generally has it going on, I would say, right? Yeah, like we, yeah. I, I do like that people were good. For the record, really. <laughs> proud, 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 so enter this. proud Norwegian. All the other Scandinavian countries can go fuck themselves. <laughs> What? What? That's what? Yes. What is this? Did you? Like, <laughs> I, it's just I don't know. It's you saw Midsommar and you were like, oh, no, I'm, like, I'm Norwegian. So like the other the other Scandinavian countries are inferior, so I'm gonna hate them. It it's like, like Canada. Like I hate them because I'm a hard opinion on something. I'm shocked. I am shocked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Last week it was Starburst. This week it's Scandinavian but countries. The week before it was koalas. Yeah. Well, it's always uh, koalas. Yeah. That one's well established. I don't. I don't have it in me to hate anyone or any place. Although I watched the horrible movie uh, "Anyone But You" with uh, the the terrible uh, combination of Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell, who I'm sure are very nice people, but turned in the worst joint performance I've ever seen in my life. There <laughs> is like a ten minute scene devoted to koalas, and it was maybe like hours after we'd had our koala conversation with Sean. Uh, I I had an issue with people saying that uh, the uh, the Americans never win with class at the World Juniors. Sweden never loses with class. <laughs> like they they have guys throwing medals over the over the glass into the crowd when they lose. They try to fight everybody on the American roster at the end of that that uh, gold medal game. That team can't lose with class. There was some stuff going on with David Carl on the bench, too. I don't know if you saw that, but he was looking back at the crowd and just sort of smirking because people were saying stuff to him. So there might be something to that. <laughs> oh, man. I, well, I feel bad for the, the beating Sweden's taking here. I did not <laughs> expect Sweden to be uh, so heavily put down. But as a lover of all people's creeds and religions, <laughs> I got to say, keep your head up, Sweden. It's not your fault. <laughs> Team USA is impenetrable. <laughs> That's right. Also, Sweden's new uniforms with the navy blue suck. Go back to the royal blue. <laughs> All right. I, I appreciate that. I'm take. on board with that as well. Uh, I, I want to ask you then on the subject of Neolander, since it is the news of the day, uh, Toronto has a lot of money tied up between Neilander, Matthews, Tavares, and Marner. Of those four, like, can they hold on to all four? And if not, who's the odd man out there? John Tavares. He's old and boring and get him out of there. Yeah, I... <laughs> Imagine he's gone once he can be and once that expires. But I don't like the, in all seriousness, I don't like the Nylander contract at all. Like the player, think that they're paying him for what he's doing right now, which is a once in a career thing that he's doing. He's getting older. You're paying $11.5 million a year for a wing when you have players on your roster that are going to be making 12 plus. Yuck. Don't like it at all. I think that like they and Pete said it today, like there's yet to be like a sweetheart of a deal that they've signed. These guys keep coming up and then in every negotiation, the Leafs get absolutely fucked. I hate this contract. Also mm. worth pointing out, we didn't even mention this on the show, like Mitch Marner going to going to market or heading to the table for renegotiations with Paul Marner at his side, seeing that William Nylander just got $11.5 million. He is not taking a single cent less. He's probably going to ask for significantly more than what Nylander just got. And so, like, yeah, I, I think that that's... It's, they're not keeping all four of those guys. I think that the only way that it happens if, is if John Tavares is like, Sure, I'll sign for like $3 million AAV on my next deal. Hmm. PD, you got insights? anything, buddy? You have, you've been very quiet. No, I've been watching YouTube. Um, <laughs> okay. But, but no, I, 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 the, the Toronto does it again, right? Like they still need defensemen and a goalie, and, and none of those four guys are any of those things. So Toronto's still going to suck. They're still going to miss the playoffs, <laughs> and they're not winning a Stanley Cup, but they'll have four really good skilled forwards. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't get it, and I'm surprised Brad Treliving has gone down this road of overpaying these guys while still missing the point of what it takes to build a team. I don't hate the Nylander deal as much as DJ does. I, I think that Nylander is capable of being this player. Uh, it just depends on whether he's going to be as motivated to be this kind of player now that he's secured his bag. But he, he, I think that he has like truly elevated himself into being an elite winger. Well, like when it gets to the postseason, especially once uh, Tavares is gone, like are you able to just have a Nylander line? I don't really think so. Yeah, that's, I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah, so I like I don't think that he is like that 
guy, that like driver of a line, that like one A franchise player. Like there, you look at the layout of where the Leafs put their money, and it's like they think they're the Oilers, except without Oilers players. <laughs> they have like one Oilers player in Austin Matthews, and then they're paying other guys like they're Leon Dreisidel and they don't have a Leon Dreisaitl on their yeah, roster. Yeah, like David Pasternak is making less money than than Willie Nylander, and he's a better player. Crazy, yeah. Yeah, yeah that part of it is insane. Yep. Uh, well, the, the Leafs have four really good forwards. The Chicago Blackhawks have no forwards. No, <laughs> nobody, uh, in fact. Con- they want to talk about it, Leah. <laughs> Connor Vidar is turned. Very upsetting. Uh, out with a... a fractured jaw he's on the ir that sucks the the blackhawks excuse me claimed zach sanford from the arizona coyotes crazy moves being made um but the question is right now the blackhawks barely have a lineup so there's a few guys available <laughs> phil kessel is out there i don't know josh bailey <laughs> jesse pooley can you imagine phil kessel in chicago i, I want to talk about that for a moment let's Go imagine still i can imagine i mean the only reason i would say no to that is because i'd be like oh he's an nhl, NHL uh caliber player and <laughs> they don't have any of those in the lineup in chicago at least might not, not up front <laughs> so, yeah they might not like him in the room yeah, I uh, my my biggest uh, reaction to the Nylander extension was that like I'm disappointed that he's not going to end up in Chicago because Nylander next to Bedard for an extended period of time would be so much fun and they absolutely need marquee guys to sign there and he could have got like. 13 million dollars <laughs> if he had gone to free agency because Chicago just needs to do something with that money. Yeah, yeah. it's it sucks for me the situation that. That Chicago's in, especially with if Bedard misses the All-Star game, which I don't think has been set in stone yet. If I'm them, knowing that like in a few weeks you're able to do stuff, even if it's with a mask on, I would still if if I'm him, I'd probably want to go. If he's up to it, I would love for him to go because if he can't go and they can't send Connor Bedard to Toronto. You're looking at Seth Jones, whom we love, or like Jason Dickinson, or like guys who not only have not been all-star caliber players this year, but like aren't even close because of the season that that team is having. So I don't want there to be like a sad, awkward, like this guy knows he's only here because they have to send somebody sort of thing. So hopefully Bedard can... Toss a mask on and get up there. All the anti-vaxxers will be like, uh, it's 2024 and take off that mask. (laughs) Yeah. Although, no, no, Toronto takes it pretty seriously. That's true. It's Canada. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Jonathan Taves and send him for the all-star game. I mean, he's still out there. I'm just saying. I would like, dude, if they did like legacy ones, like send Hosa, that would rock. I think that it would be just, it would be funnier. The funniest possible result would be the NHL being like, uh, never mind. Not every team that needs a representative. Well, I had my idea earlier. Go Which ahead. One, the, fun, the most fun possibility is signing Phil Kessel and immediately sending. Yeah, no. If he yeah, if he signs with them, we are doing hashtag NHL All Star vote or whatever, <laughs> and sending people. Like I didn't care. I, I generally never care about the All Star game, but this year, knowing that like it's only one guy for obviously still only one guy. Per team, some of the situations teams are in, I am very interested in who ends up representing some of these teams. Yeah. What about John true. Scott? He could send John oh Scott God. to the Blackhawks. <laughs> yeah. I He's think like up a lot Gary Bettman would like have John Scott killed. Yeah. <laughs> like like I, I, I think mm-hmm. not not IRL, but like be like I mean no. they, they sent him to Under Canada no circ- they sent right. him to Canada the last time may as well be killed right. I think I mean, I'd rather be killed like Ooh, they wow. had him traded and I don't Slam. condone that I don't hate any country I'm not William Nylander I love <laughs> all countries but yeah like they essentially banished John Scott so he couldn't and wouldn't go and he still ended up going yeah, I know and one MVP unbelievable yeah. Oh. Phil Kessel going to the All-Star game as a Blackhawks representative with zero points on the season after they just signed him and then winning MVP at the All-Star game would be the funniest possible outcome. Yeah, But I'm at in. zero points, he'd still be top 10 in Chicago for four weeks. <laughs> <That's laughs> he would for the lead in Chicago yeah. Blackhawks. Exactly. If he had to go, he would probably compete in like the fastest skater competition <laughs> at like 100 years old and come in like third. Yeah. 
Uh, I think he would probably try not because they're than doing anybody. the new format where all the same the same players are uh, performing in every. Yeah, it's event. only the top eight. Yeah. Yeah. See, like that's where I'm like, yeah. See, I don't, I don't care about this. <laughs> yeah. You guys are going right. We are. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun content. You guys don't care at all. Leah's going to. She too. cares, but I, I don't care. I am not. I hope I don't have to watch any of this. Do I have to? For no. Work? I, I care. I care. Yeah. I like, care. I, I, again, I'm not on his side. I care about. I don't DJ care about the All Star game. All Star game. I care about like the weekend and the festivities yes. and the PWHL three on three challenge. That I. So that's when I say I don't care. The yes. skills competition and all that shit. There, back in the day, I would care about like accuracy shooting and yes. a hardest shot, and that was ten minutes of the night, and I loved watching that. But the like all the shootout challenge, all those things, and I don't even know what they are anymore because I've been so tuned out on that. That's the shit that I don't care about. Actually, being there, the events and stuff, sure, cool, but compared to other things, it's it is, it's very very small potatoes. I think that the 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 bigger they try to make the like the. Uh, the Saturday or whatever it is now, the skills, the bigger they try to make the skills competition night, the worse it gets. So just do it in like an hour. And yeah. I think that it, it will pack a punch. Yeah, I agree. Mm. True. All right. Well, one last question for you guys before we let you go. The Coyotes faced the Jets last night, lost 6-2. It was Best team in the ugly. NHL. And somehow the Best NHL. Team in the NHL. America's team. Winnip yeah, somehow the Winnipeg Jets are the NHL's best team right now. Are they the NHL's biggest surprise this season? Um, I said today that I think the biggest surprise would be like if you pulled up the standings today and saw that the Oilers are just the second wildcard team, you'd be pretty stunned by that, not realizing that they had to make miracles happen to even be in this position. So I think that their quote-unquote fall from grace and bumpy ride has been surprising even by Oilers standards, but I didn't see the Jets thing happening at all. This was all supposed to be the last dance for Connor Hellebuck and Mark Shifley. And before the season starts, they're like, we back. And really, like Josh Morrissey is in year two of being like the best player in the NHL. That's a surprise to me because I can I kind of thought that he was what he was. They're overall a huge surprise. I wouldn't say the biggest surprise. I think they're they're up there. I mean, I don't even know if this was supposed to be considered the last dance for Shifley and Hellebuck. I think that a lot of people expected those guys to be gone heading into the season, like just yeah. off the team. Blake Wheeler out the door. Like, and and you even think about the fact that they're the first place team in the entire league right now without their best player in Kyle Connor, right? Or one Thank of their you. best players yeah. in Kyle Connor. So like that is insanely surprising and they're doing it on the strength of like playing really good team structured defense, which has never been their MO and never been their calling card. It's just, they've been always bailed out by Connor Hellebuck. And now like you look at what this team is capable of when they play defense in front of an all world goaltender and like, seems like sky's the limit. Let me ask you this. Uh, Rick bonus was away for a month, obviously to be with his wife. Does he still belong in the Jack Adams conversation? Uh, yes. Yeah, but I, mean, I think like, that'll. I think he'll be like a finalist, but that's that will probably be a like tiebreaker on which he'd lose. Well, I think. I mean, it, you can look at it in one or two ways. It's like you can say like replacement level coach or whatever, but like you can also say you can spin it to in his advantage. Be like he's set up the system and put like the parameters in place that like even his staff can get great results out of this team. Like, it, you know, you, I, I don't know if I see that necessarily as like a huge detriment to Rick bonus. It's just like, especially considering how much this team has changed since he's taken over. Yeah, that's fair, fair point. It is. Um, all right. Well, what do you guys have coming up that people can look forward to on the what chaos channel? We have Wayne Gretzky on <laughs> 10 days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Yep. All That's right. McCray. Tate McCray, our theme Wayne Gretzky, song. and William Nylander tells his side of the story. <laughs> no, we have Jackie Redmond tomorrow. That'll yep. be fun. Oh, nice. Then, nice. Yeah. That's and nice. another very fun player that we hope makes the all-star team. Yeah. We hope makes the all-star team on Will Wednesday. Kessel? Shout out Frank Vitrano, who came on our show and then was an all-star for the first time. Makes you think. Shout out Connor Bedard, who came on our show, was an all-star for the first time. Shout out Seth Jones. Who came on our show and probably is going to have to be an all-star against <laughs> and still would, hasn't scored a goal would Seth yeah. jones be the first all-star in league history to not have a goal 
and make the all-star team. Did John Scott? Uh, oh, fair. Ooh. I wouldn't be saying that. He, he might, might have, have had a goal, though. No, I, I, bet, I bet some... I'm sure he... Because he was a forward, so yeah, he... I bet I'm a sure bunch of defensemen back in the day would make it without scoring goals. Actually, I don't know. He probably had a couple. We'll find out when he <laughs> makes the all-star team. <laughs> yeah, I think you guys should have Phil Kessel on the show. Just... That, oh, we've wanted to. to. We've wanted to. We oh, just haven't really? done anything about it. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, thanks. Go Sweden. <laughs> thanks as always uh, for, for stopping by. It's always a laugh with you guys, and we appreciate it. And we'll see you next week. Awesome. Go Leafs. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, uh, just man. before we go on, John Scott, one assist. Oh, That's all he had. Okay. No goals, one assist there that year. There you have and it. And was an MVP at the All Star game, representing mm. the league, not. The Coyotes. Crazy. MVP in the Coyotes room too, huh? Oh, wait. And there were no Coyotes in that All-Star game. Oopsie. Oh, well, uh, thanks again to DJ and Pete and Sean for joining us. Be sure to check out at what chaos show on Twitter and on YouTube and subscribe to their YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcast. They really make NHL coverage super fun. So we check in on the NHL once a week. They check on in on it four days a week. So check it out. Um, hoping to get them out to Arizona this season it would be a lot of fun and we would for sure have to bring them to illegal Pete's because that is the place i'm sure sean would enjoy that as well and listen it's monday sometimes you just need to make it through the day with something to look forward to and on mondays at illegal Pete's, three dollar margaritas all day long i mean sign me up Craig, you and I have enjoyed the margaritas at Illegal Pete's. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. Down in Tucson, yeah. especially. I remember that day. Yeah. That was that was a good day. Really good. So ring in the new year with Illegal Pete's weekly deals. Kick the Monday blues with $3 margaritas all day long or ease your way back into the week with $2 tacos every Tuesday. If you work in healthcare or education, you can take your team to lunch at Illegal Pete's every Tuesday and enjoy buy one, get one free entrees. So mm. that's a great little perk as well. And don't forget to unwind after a long day at their happy hour, which is 3 to 8 p.m. every day. Illegal Pete's. Your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. And while we're talking about your go-to spot for all of your financial needs, stop by Desert Financial Credit Union, where Craig Morgan entrusts all of his money. They have an actual Craig Morgan vault. It's an exclusive. <laughs> it is membership. exclusive. And, and again, we talk that. about the Scrooge McDuck. Craig does dive in and do backstrokes through all of his gold coins. It's, <laughs> a, tr- it's a thing. Is it not a thing? Have you seen my vault door? The gilded yeah. one? Yeah. It's, the, it's, yeah. it's nice. It's a big deal. If it's good enough Beautiful. for Craig, yeah. it's probably too good for you. The Desert Financial Credit Union. And when you open a new free checking account online, get $200 in bonuses. Get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. All right. Well, uh, they mentioned that Edmonton was one of the bigger surprises of the season. So let's talk about the Oilers, who are 15-3 and three in <laughs> their last 18 games since Thanksgiving. Uh, now have leapfrogged the Coyotes in the standings. Is this a real push or is it kind of just a, a push right now and then they're going to drop off? I think as long as they get mediocre goaltending yeah. from Stuart Skinner, they're okay. They, they've yeah. got enough firepower. I don't think they're okay come playoff time because they have the same issues they've always had. But yeah, I think it's real enough that this team is going to get itself into the playoffs. I was waiting. This almost feels like the correction for the Edmonton Oilers to just how bad they were at the start of the season. So it's all balanced out, and now they're sitting in a wild card spot, which we never dreamed would be the case at this time of year. But, yeah, I think this is a playoff team, which is not good news for the Coyotes. But it's interesting that you've seen them hunt down a lot of teams in the Western Conference in that middle pack now. Now the question is, can they do the same and start to chase the Los Angeles Kings, a team that we thought would still be a playoff team, but we all had we all had Edmonton at or near the top of the Pacific Division. Yeah. Is that who they really are? I think it's somewhere in between. I, I think they have some of the best players in the world, and they can outscore a lot of their problems. But when push comes to shove, the Edmonton Oilers are still the same team with the same goaltending and the same def- de- defensive deficiencies as they were before. And it's a lot when we talk about Toronto, you can't outskill all of your mistakes on the back end. And I, uh, it's a playoff team. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to continue to excel because I think they, they can outskill some of their problems. I still don't think this is a team that's going to go deep in the playoffs for all of the same problems they've had year after year after year. And the same thing can be said about Toronto. So I think they're, they're the Toronto of the West. High skill, can't defend, and their goaltending isn't good enough. Yeah, I think that's fair. But we, we're going to have, well, we'll talk about this. We'll do the ratings later, so I'll save that. We will? The, we got more? The, yeah. Well, yeah, if you <laughs> yeah, read let's the rundown. Yeah, let's just wrap it up right now. All right. Thanks, everyone. Just kidding. Um, I'm So going 
within the province to Calgary, who the Coyotes face later this week. Uh, Calgary, on the other hand, they, I mean, er, Calgary had a crazy fall from grace year over year um, from two years ago to last year. And I don't know how high the expectations were going into this year. I think there were definitely some concerns. But the Coyotes do sit ahead of the Flames right now in the standings. Calgary currently has 39 points, but also have two more games that they've played than even Arizona. Were they lost yesterday? Oh, yeah, they lost to the Chicago Blackhawks. Well, really, it was more like the Rockford Ice Can Hall. you but name if, three you players I looked on at that the team. roster when we were talking to What Chaos. Uh, in legit worst roster I've ever seen up front in the National Hockey League. And I'm not making that up. I'm not. They have six, uh, seven NHL forwards on the IR right now. Seven. So you take out your top two lines on a team that was already poor. Man, it is horrific. But they beat the Flames. Crazy, which is not good for Calgary. The, the, no. the, the, Calgary's not a playoff team. No, Calgary's not only not a playoff team. They're 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 in sell mode. I'm, I'm waiting for the first domino to to fall with this. They've got a bunch of players that they're trying to sell off. We've been hearing Noah Anafin around here forever. They're going to be selling pieces because this is this is a bad team. It's time. It, I know it's hard with ownership up there to commit to a rebuild. That's always been one of the issues in Calgary. But what else are you going to do with this? cast of characters you've got right now you might as well bottom out get what you can in terms of terms of assets for these guys and start building this thing from the bottom up again because calgary's going nowhere this is a bad team we were looking at when when brad Treliving lost uh johnny hockey and kachuk at the same time we go "Uh oh and then they bring in kadri and huberdu and go okay they're making the best of the they stink like huberdu right now if you look at huberdu's numbers he's got six goals in 40 games he's a minus 15 signed forever yeah, he's not, like what, he, is the, he he's he is not interested in playing up there. And if he is, he sure as hell ain't Just playing like, like it. Johnny Hockey and <laughs> and that's another problem you face in Calgary. Oh, by the way, Canada. Yeah, about that expansion dream of yours. Yeah, sorry, players don't want to play in any of these cities. There's a handful of cities they're willing to play in Canada. Calgary ain't one of them. Winnipeg ain't one of them. Well, but, Calgary needs a new building. Yeah, desperately. Oh my God. And I think you're, you're starting to hear some traction on that. Finally, again, the second round that may happen. But until that team becomes relevant again, yeah, guys don't want to be there. Yep. Like you, you have to have something to attract them there, and winning attracts people. They don't have it. Right. And you, we, we, the we, odor we, in the saddle dome ain't it either. We laugh about Chicago and how horrible that roster is. Well, they got Connor Bedard, and they're going to get. But mark my words, they're, they're going to get first or second this year. They'll probably get first. Again. Yeah, so you get the Macklin challenge that Celebrini. rule that's in place now. The Edmonton, yeah, yeah. Macklin Celebrini and and Connor Bedard, and guess who's going to be better than the Calgary Flames? Almost automatically is the Chicago Blackhawks. So Chicago's got a plan to get out of this. I don't know what Calgary does. Like they have such a mishmash of players and direction. There's not a big youth movement there. It's older, if anything. I I feel for them because I I don't know what direction they're going. The good news for the Coyotes is. I don't see this as any short-term or long-term competition for the Arizona Coyotes. Now, Calgary may be better than than them this year, and Calgary may jump over them in this year's standings. But but as a long-term concern for the Arizona Coyotes, this isn't where their competition is because I don't think they're set up for the future. What do you do about Huberdeau? I, I, you can't move him. 10.5 million cap. Makes hit. more than anybody else on your team. He's there forever, and nobody wants him. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm and like I, sick because I drafted him on fantasy right. this oh, year God. because yeah. I, because he had such an off year last year yeah, that you I thought, that I thought year. there's and no he was such way. A good player before that too, the so. year before he was unbelievable, and I thought there's zero, there's no way he has another bad year, and he hasn't. You know what? I've benched him. Mm. Like I've literally benched him for the last two weeks on my fantasy. We team. were on this show congratulating Brad Truliving yep. for making something out of a really bad situation. Who saw this fall off coming for Huberto? He's he's just not even close to living up to that contract. Nope. I mean, in the last year in Florida, he had thirty goals. I mean, he was a he, he was a twenty goal scorer five consecutive seasons before going to Calgary. Fifteen last year, and he's on he's six. He's on pace for twelve this season. <sighs> Whoops. Yikes. That's not good enough for what you're paying a guy $10 million to get 12 goals. Whoopsie. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Um, all right. Well, this is this is basically just the Canada segment. It is. Do, is there anything more you want to add about Nylander that we didn't talk about with Pete and DJ? I really do want to know why he hates uh, the U.S. and the troops. <laughs> I, but It is funny because somebody will explore that can I, can I Can I do my two cents on him laughing during the anthem? Yes. Because I think it's an important to put this narrative out there. And I know I, I, I have... On Instagram, I follow very few people. There's a guy on there that makes me laugh. His name is David 
Oh gosh, I'm gonna forget his name now. David Hall, David Hill. He's the guy that did the anthem. Played it on the guitar. He's a comedian from Toronto. Mm-hmm. He's a funny guy in Canada that's funny on social media. Maybe that had something to do with Nylander laughing during the thing because the guy's an absolute. He's hilarious. Hi, this is Dave from before, and he he does this really funny thing on Instagram. I laugh every time I see him. Yeah. I can't look at him without laughing. <laughs> I wonder if having a comedian play the guitar in Anaheim helped Nylander start laughing. It's like if Jim Carrey's up there playing the anthem. You're like, oh, this, this is funny. So nobody has by, that narrative. Nobody way, said anything about him. Pete and DJ were kidding, by the way. They were kidding. On their, um, on their yeah. well, no, I, clip. No, I'm saying that. Has anyone asked you. Willie oh. why he was laughing? I thought it was hilarious. Did, has anyone asked him? Have you, have you guys no. seen anything? Can, a bigger picture. I mean, I why are we doing the anthems look, but... anymore? <laughs> why are we doing anthems? Yeah, it's a sporting event. Th- I thought that's where you were going, honestly. Well, why do we do I it? I don't understand it either. I don't know. Game's time started. About, like, when I had to listen to both anthems before last night's game against the Jets. I was like, why do we do this? Why do we do it? Why do we do this? I, I don't, don't know. Do they, I've been to the movies. Do they do it at the movies? No. Nope. Uh, plays? No. Nope. Opera? No. Nope. Ballet? No. Nope. Why sports? I have no idea. Can we idea. stop it? I, it just takes up time. It, it does. And, and, and by the way, the bigger the star, the longer the anthem. So then we got to sit there for five. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody wants to hear you say, Beyonce, we don't care. And it true, like, we don't care. Let's, let's go further with that. Yeah, there we so go. Like, you watch, like, there are there certain people like, what are, what are you doing during the anthem? Like, do you have your hand oh, on your yeah. heart? Do you have it behind you your back? On, like, are you are, talking? Are you Did you whisper? properly? Did you look like, at the flag? Right. Yeah. Like all that stuff too. Like, oh, am I, I'm less of an American or less patriotic because I don't. Yes. No. So what do you do if you're a concession stand at Mullet Arena and you're walking by the hot dog stand and they start the anthem? What do you do? You better stop. Do you stop? Drop that hot dog. You just literally <laughs> Drop stop. that hot dog. I've had that conundrum <laughs> at Mullet specifically because everybody can see you at Mullet. If you're at Mullet Shrinks, you're out in the concourse and you can't be seen by the entire bowl. Mullet, right. you can see you. Now you, what do you do? Can't put your hand on your heart. You got a hand on a dog. Like, I don't know what you do. I mean, you could, but it'd be, yeah. I don't want to buy a hot so dog I, from that I, guy. I, I don't, I can, just stop doing it. Just literally stop doing it. Yeah. I don't know why it has got to never happened, by the way. It'll I know. Never, it's not going away just now. stop it. At the World Juniors, you want to do it after and put the flag up and go, hey, we're going to honor the team that just I won the game? It. I get it Great. for a tournament that your countries are in. Danielle, I feel like you have something oh, to yeah. as, a, as a photographer, it's a really weird position to be in because you're kind of expected to just sit there with your hand on your heart, right? But as a photographer, you got to get these shots. So I'm running around. Like run like uploading on my phone while while the anthem's going, so it's a really weird feeling. Um, yeah. I personally am not a fan of playing it at every game because I work baseball. Yeah, hear it. Oh. I hear it about two hundred times a year. Okay. Like, oh my it's- gosh. new rule: first game of the season, opening day baseball, play the anthem. Go for first it. game of the World Series, play the anthem. Knock your hearts out. That's it. Done. Problem solved. <laughs> this- Super Bowl anthem. Just so Beyonce has something to do. Great. This took a, a turn that I was not expecting. I'm glad we got that out, Craig. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. we're on the same page. I think, yeah, I, I thought that's where you were there's going. There's just absolutely no need for it. I, have I you ever been in those agree. rinks where they play it on a record? Oh, and it's scratching. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even it's like a high school it, it band. It almost feels disrespectful yeah. in its own way. Like, yeah, like what are we doing? Like, yeah, yeah. There's, and there's so many forms of that. Like, we could go so far with this discussion, right? <laughs> the, all the people that are like, is your hand on your heart? You know, the, the same guy who's got the flags flying up the back of his truck tattered, which is also disrespectful to the flag and against flag etiquette. You can't do that. But they do that or they wear it as a shirt and that's not allowed either. By the way, that's against flag etiquette. We could go so far with this, but I'll stop now and let Leah take over the show again. Well, and Aru makes a good point. There are players that aren't from either country. Yeah, what am I supposed to do? I'm Swedish. (laughs) I'll laugh. That's what I'll do. That's what I'll do. I'm Swedish. (laughs) All right. Well, Uh, okay, should we move on from Neilander then? Because we keep getting off the rails. Yeah. Um, let's do. We did this earlier in the season, but let's do Canada team power rankings. We can do them as a group. I think. Who's Vancouver. up top? Winnipeg or Vancouver? Probably Winnipeg now, huh? I think Winnipeg. Wow. Yep. Did not see this coming from the Jets. I can't. I can't listen. Sean was saying it when they were on earlier. They're not exciting enough, and I, I agree. Listen, when you watch the Jets, you're not like, oh man, I want to go watch that team play some more, like the Florida Panthers with the mm-hmm. pace they play. They're not necessarily an exciting team, but man, are they disciplined. They are on you immediately. There is no space to play against the Winnipeg Jets. I would definitely have them number one. I don't know how you guys feel. Yeah, yeah I, I do too. I, I think a lot of what's happening in Vancouver, I, I think their goaltender has been all world. Thatcher Demko has put up unbelievable numbers. It allows them to be a plus 47 and, and goals for a differential. Um, 
I, I'll be honest, I haven't seen as much of the Vancouver Canucks as I have the Winnipeg Jets because the Coyotes just don't ever seem to play Vancouver. Um, but I really, really, really like this Jets team right now. Mm-hmm. And they're they're difficult to play defensively, offensively, and they've got really good goaltending. Um, Vancouver's right there. They're number two, right? Oh, Skill-wise, yeah. they're number two. And, and for current, because this is going to change. Yeah, this is as of, coming. as of today, Monday, January 8th. Yes. Okay. We have Winnipeg Vancouver's one, two. Vancouver two. Who's three? Toronto? Are we putting Toronto or Edmonton? Toronto's there? Toronto's won their last three. Edmonton's won their last seven. Edmonton's fifteen I mean, of eighteen. I think Toronto has to be it right now just because of the preparing of the playoffs yeah. and where they've been over Fair. the long haul. So I, I've got Toronto at three. And then Edmonton four. Yep. Okay. So are then there that more teams in Canada? Montreal, Calgary, and Ottawa. Three more, sorry. Yeah. I guess <sighs> Montreal and Calgary for me are a toss up. Yeah, Montreal is five, four, and one in their last ten. Calgary's six and four. I've lost their last two. And um, the Ottawa Senators. Well, Ottawa is last. We can say that. Can we? I, I think know. we can actually. Yeah. I think they're still last. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, makes me happy that. to say Ottawa's Ottawa's last. last. Even so, though I really like Ryan. Dennis I'm going to go just because they're in the West. I'm going to go Calgary over Montreal, but just but, Calgary, Montreal, Ottawa. Yep. Okay. But just percentage points. Cal- I think hey, Calgary, you know what? Montreal. You know what I like about the Ottawa Senators? They're a team of the future. Just watch. Just watch. Just watch. Yeah. They got all these young players. Yeah. Oh, Take boy. a step forward. Oh, boy. Everybody wants to work there, live there, be there. Wait. Canada. <laughs> All righty. Canada play here. All right. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, dad joke Monday. Ba-da-bum. There That's you go. really good, Leah. Shout out Patrick Brown. Yeah. That's really good. proud. Yeah. He influences all of us. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, uh, hopefully nobody bet on any of those bottom teams to make the playoffs. However... There's plenty to bet on, especially when it comes to hockey. Over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, I checked the line for tomorrow night's game. The Coyotes are plus 136 at home, and the over-under is set at 6. So, interesting there. I thought maybe Boston would be a little more favored. I guess mullet magic does influence (laughs) that (laughs) slightly. Um, But either way, make sure when you're going to bet on the NHL, you do it over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app because when you download it right now with code PHNX, new customers can bet just $5 on the NHL and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. The crown is yours. Here we go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-87-897-777 or, or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. Whew. And then after that read, Leah, <laughs> I you. think, you know what you need now? What do I need? You Water? need to get some food. Okay. I agree. I'm and actually the, a little hungry. And, and we know that our, our resident Mexican here... <laughs> Danielle Cortez. <laughs> and Dan- Danielle's favorite is, is some burros. It really is? And if, if, if she says it, it tastes like home... Is that true? It's true. It's wow. true. I, once I, a week for 20 no, years. At least once a week. Danielle, is there some burrows in Gilbert? There is. I got to go. Yes. Some burrows yes. in Gilbert to I'm, Goodyear to Tempe to I am Happy going, Valley to Litchfield Park. I'm going tonight. To the one in Gilbert? They, uh, there are multiple ones in Gilbert. But I go there are to, multiple in Gilbert. I go to uh, Cooper and Baseline. Okay, that's, that's how about ones on the New Mexico side? On the of New Gilbert. Mexico, on yeah. the New Mexico, words. I, first, I'm sneezing on air and then I can't talk. <laughs> um, Just so excited about yeah, some I'm so bros. excited about some bros. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do believe there is one, but, but I'll find one. You there can are, there's one. two. You can, there's you one can, closer else. There's two yeah. in, in. There's one in South Gilbert, one in downtown Gilbert, Tempe, Mesa, Scottsdale, North Phoenix, Southwest Phoenix. I'm going tonight. Literally everywhere. If you want to get Mini a real taste of Mexico and oh, get your mini chimneys, I gotta get my mini chimneys. It's all at some. What do you dip them in? Some burros. What do you dip them in? The hot sauce. The hot sauce. Yeah, I go to cool. town on that hot sauce. I've heard yeah. you can drink See, the salsa there by the gallon. And Danielle I, yeah. says she doesn't yeah, have. I've seen other people do it. It's not just me. Uh, I've always said that my tata has had, had the best rice and beans in the world, but boy, does some burros. Some burros is the only one that touches it. And I think they'd be happy with the second place in that case. That's yes. fair. I, 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 honestly, I don't even know if I'd put it second. Oh, 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 oh,
it's close. I love some burrows. And also, I so genuinely love some They are there to cater your next event, no matter how small, like at my house, because I don't invite people over, so it's two, <laughs> to your largest event. Like, you know, uh, like St. Patty's Day. Like St. Patty's Day. It's a large event at Craig's, a small event at my house, because no I one's mean, ever coming over. Period. And you can get all of that online at someburrows.com. Someburrows.com. There you go. Hmm. All right. Well, the uh, Coyotes in a three-game skid at home. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that, do we? The Boston Bruins talk about that. are coming to town. How are we all feeling about that? Petey, you've been watching a lot of Boston. Yeah, there's no we... chance. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Which means <laughs> they're probably going to win. Thanks for keeping right? hope alive, buddy. Which Thanks probably for keeping hope means... alive. But doesn't that mean they're probably going to win? They're first in the Atlantic. That's true. We don't know what we're talking way, about on this show. So over the last six games has scored 30 goals <laughs> over the last. They're averaging five goals a game. Oh, boy. They're fifth. By the way, OK, so they score a lot, so they must give up. No, they're fifth in the league in goals against. Okay. So not only do they score all the time, they don't give up anything. They're fifth in power play, third in the PK. So things do not look good with this team coming in the guts. But. One thing the Coyotes did not do in the last game is they get a lot of shots on net. Boston, surprisingly, gives up a lot of shots on net. They're sixth from the bottom at mm. shots allowed per game. They give up over 30 shots a game. It's amazing. Is it location? Does Are that. they keeping outside? Yeah, they're keeping it to the outside. This yeah. team defends incredibly well. They surround the puck incredibly. They give you no room. To, we call it smothering you, especially in the defensive zone. When the Coyotes have the puck trying to get out of their zone, Boston is is smothering. They give they give no room to their opponent. They make it very difficult to get out of their zone. And we've seen the Coyotes turn the puck over in the defensive zone so many times. This is a bad recipe for, for the Coyotes against the Boston Bruins because they make it so hard to get out of their zone. And once they get the puck, they attack the net as hard as any team in the National Hockey League. So this is not a great recipe for the Coyotes. So take the Coyotes by two. <laughs> Coyotes one and a half. Pasternak, sixth in goals. In his last 14, uh, he's got 14 points in his last 10 games. And Geeky, the other one, Morgan, not Connor, he's got eight points in his last 10 games. Look for him, number 39. He's one to watch because he might not have heard of this Geeky. We talk about his, his brother a, a lot on this show, but Morgan Geeky right now has been elite for this team. He's adding to his offense, and he is dangerous. Look for 39 between the hash marks for the Boston Bruins because he attacks the net Hard. You're going to see Pasternak on the periphery more with his dangerous, dangerous shot and one-on-one -on -one skill versus defenseman. But in the zone, you look at 74, DeBrusque getting to the net hard and 39, Geeky getting to the net hard. Can we go to, back to some burrows for a moment here? <laughs> I was just wondering if they serve anything in a can and if so, or just containers. And maybe we could... I feel like we should drop off some food for the mullet magician. I think times are Buddy, he's hard. Times are so. tough. Can yeah. you imagine? He, he, he was sitting there looking at shops going, because he only gets paid by performance. And he had a five-game homestand coming up, and he thought, oh, buddy, swimming. I, I heard he put money down on a new car. I, I don't Hopefully he's canceled no. that. Part. Yeah, hopefully he's canceled that because this is horrific. I don't know. One thing I'll say about this matchup, Boston is elite. Boston, to me, still Boston is the – one of the best teams in the league, top to bottom. Their, their defense, they defend extremely well. Their defense with McAvoy can lead the rush. Got Hampus Lindholm from the back end. Their goaltending tandem is absolutely elite. Um, with, with both of them, with Swayman and Allmark, they are complete. And I didn't think I'd say that with the loss of Bergeron and Krejci. I thought they would be lacking. They're phenomenal. But the Coyotes can play the top teams well when they're prepared. We went to the ice den today. And that practice that Andre Turinier put them through is 35 minutes, which isn't long in, in practice standards, but it was hard. It was. It was competitive. It was battle drills. It was one-on-one. -on -one. There was tempers being raised by players and coaches alike. It was extremely competitive. And I, I, I think that now that's something that they have lost at the mullet over the last f few games here is they've lost that competitive edge where made it hard to play in mullet. I'm guessing they're going to come a little more prepared tomorrow to compete. Now, I still think Boston's a better team, but I think the Coyotes will be better prepared to compete and stop all the foo-foo stuff. Just get pucks to the foo -foo. net. Foo-foo. Just stop. Just play hard. Dump pucks in. Physical. Be physical on the puck. Limit time and space. And be a little bit tougher and be harder to play against. I think that's their only chance against against this Boston Prune team that's just so much better. It would be a good start because we're coming to the final 10 games before the break. And when I look ahead on the schedule, I see some winnable games coming up. I know this has been a rough stretch, but 
they've hit some really elite teams in this stretch, but you got Calgary twice, you got Minnesota, you got Nashville, and they're they're going to go to Vancouver finally and see the Canucks. But yeah, there's some winnable games here in this next next stretch of five after they get out of Boston. But if they can come with a performance, somehow salvage this homestand, get a couple wins, that could be a good way if to you could get a point, Craig, against Boston. I think it's a win. Yeah, like okay. if you can find a way to muscle through and get that game to overtime, I think where this team has played over the last three games and how poorly they've played and competed, outscored fifteen to four. If you can get that yeah. close against Boston and get a point and then beat Calgary, give you some confidence going on the road because Minnesota is a team that when Minnesota's on, they're hard to play against. But they're so decimated by injuries, yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. they're up and down and very inconsistent, inconsistent in goaltending. They're inconsistent, inconsistent up front scoring. That's a team I think they could beat. Then they have Cal- Calgary again, yep. and Calgary we just said is winnable. And then you go into Vancouver, and Coyotes play well in Vancouver. So yeah, that's true. Actually, you can salvage some points out of this. I, I don't know if it's enough to say, "Hey, they're, they're back in the thrust of, of of a playoff spot," but at least give the twinkle back that okay, they're okay. Okay. Well, ooh, now you know what to look for. Um, we'll have to do something. Like that. We should put a video up. Maybe we should. Okay. Huh. On it. PHNX Sports YouTube. Follow it. Keep your eyes on it, um, and keep your eyes on gophnx.com. Craig, what do you have coming? Who had a very emotional interview with Justin Kirkland today. You guys heard the what he said about it last night after the game where we we sat down. Patrick yeah. Brown and I sat down with him for a lengthy interview today. I'm going to have that story up either late tonight or early tomorrow morning. Um, had a chance to talk to a lot of people about this. I won't give everything away, but uh, mostly the, the interview was just so emotional. And it, it, it just... I said it last night on the show, but it, it makes you take a step back from all the stuff we're talking about. Oh, the Coyotes are in, in one right now. They're losing games. Whew, is this a lesson in what really matters, what he's dealt with for the past season? And that will be up, like I said, on either late tonight or tomorrow morning. I'm looking forward to hearing about his story. We we touched on it briefly, mm-hmm. but we don't know the guts of it yet. And I think we're going to learn that. I, I, I will say from the hockey standpoint, um, there might be something there. Yeah, with with Costco, like his ability to get to the net. I thought he skated pretty well. I think he might be able to bring an element. He's, he's a bigger kid. I mean, there there might be something there. So I'm excited. I, I hope he's in the lineup again tomorrow. Yeah, happy to man a fourth line center role too, right? He's he's, he's happy to be there, and he he did the things last night that he needed to do yeah. in that role. And I think his pace, he he skates well enough to keep up with the pace of what the way this team wants to play. Yeah, and Grant, Grant, he played one game. I mean, I don't I, want to get ahead over right. my skis on it, but same thing with Dylan Gunther, by the way. Don't yeah, yeah. but it was encouraging. Yes, yes. And, and I, I I hope he gets in the lineup again tomorrow. I don't know if they're going eleven seven. I don't know what the plan is. And I know Zucker's almost back from his suspension, so a lot of things may change. But I, I'd really like to see him in that role. And now Zach Sanford is no longer an option. Maybe he's the guy that 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 gets a chance to get some, some ice time in the National Hockey League and see what he is. Because yeah. I don't know if, if 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 people know yet. I don't know if, if he's got a big enough sample size, seven games in Anaheim. I don't know if that's enough. Yeah. So hopefully he gets a chance. He's a guy to root for. And, and Absolutely. I know you, you want to, when we sit on this side of it, we always want to root for the good guy and the underdog and the guy. I'm rooting for this kid. <sighs> yeah. I'm really looking forward to reading that again. You can check that out at gophnext.com. Craig has been turning out stories like yeah. nobody's business lately. So go read all of it, whether you're a Coyotes fan or you like Sun Devil hockey stories. He has them all as well as a couple stories a month for diehards only. Um, the prospect report, the mailbag. So become a diehard to get access to those. You get access to our diehard only discord as well. Get 20% off on merch. It's listen, it's chilly in Arizona right now. Get your hoodies. Craig's wearing one. You can get the, the Arizona versus everybody crew neck. This, we have three different, four different hoodies on phnxlocker.com. Um, so check it out. Just, uh, I think we can get a PHNX beanie so that we, I don't take flack for the one I wear. The people have been asking for a PHNX I'd like beanie. One. So I would wear that. should be on the horizon for sure. Um, but anywho, I know PD is someone who never lets the gaslight come on his car. <laughs> and that's because there's Circle K's all over. And listen, if you haven't downloaded the Circle K app yet and checked out the Inner Circle, I'm telling you, this is one of the, like I always talk about game time and how much I love the interface. You want to talk about good app interface? The Circle K app is amazing. Yeah. And when you get your five, 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips when you join the inner circle, they don't expire in 30 days. They expire in like 20,000 days. So if you don't drive that much, doesn't matter. They don't expire. So 
fill up, save 25 cents per gallon on gas, save three cents per gallon every day after that, get offers on chips and snacks and drinks at Circle K. Fruit pies. Fruit pies, whatever it is, and enjoy the the fruits of the inner circle wow. by Saw for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com. You know what's another details. perk of going to Circle K? I don't. You might run into Petey because he fills up every 15 miles. <laughs> but yeah, if that light goes on, there's something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't have an excuse about the weather either. I used to do it in Minnesota a little more because of the snow. Just saying. And, and, and while you're out driving your car, and once you have your car filled, where do you need to go? You need to go to Gila River Resorts and Casino because you can do you. <laughs> and because we know I'm already the most selfish guy here, so I often do just me. <laughs> it is true. It's true. I, I, at least I'm not lying about it. They have, uh, the sports book there, phenomenal. TV's bigger. Yeah, it's near life size. You can stand next to it, watch it is the like sports. jaw-dropping when you see the size of the jaw-droppingly like, large. like being at the movies. First time I heard that today. Um, just carry on. Just carry on. <laughs> carry on. <laughs> carry on. They have four casinos across the valley. You got B. Cueva. You got Santan, the newest one in the Lone Butte. And uh, Wild Horse Pass and casinos down in South Chandler, closer to where Craig lives. Um, all your entertainment needs. You got your sports. You got your sports books. You got the, the Top Golf. What do we call the it? Swing Leah? Suite. The Swing Suite. Phenomenal. Love it there. Amazing restaurants, too. Amazing restaurants, all the entertainment you need. So please stop by and enjoy and do you. You can do you <laughs> at Gila Rivers Roads Casinos. Visit playathila.com for more details. That is playathila.com and do you. You do you. What was the other one we used to do? I don't know about you, but I feel good. Yeah, I have missed that kind of right now. I, I don't know, but I feel good. I got sick of it before, but I, I, I don't. not because of you, Gila River Resorts. And no, the, the commercial. Just the commercial and the coyotes. They just, that's the only commercial they have. <laughs> I don't know about you. But I feel good. But I feel good. All right. Well, that's Gila it River. from us today. Anything else? Any final thoughts? No, their hands are full. It's a, This is a big moment. I, I think for me, when I'm watching the game tomorrow night, I'm, I'm very concerned about the first 10 minutes. You're going to really see what today's practice did for this team. Are they ready to play? I don't think they've had a good first period in nearly two and a half weeks. They need to start when the puck drops tomorrow. And I don't know what that incentive is. I don't know how you put up for the starting lineup. You need to have better results in the first 10 minutes. That doesn't mean you need to have a lead. You just need to compete in that first 10 minutes. And I haven't seen that out of this team to start a game in a long time. All right. Well, we will be back tomorrow night to break it all down. Whatever happens on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel for our post-game show. And if it's too late for you, you can always listen the next day on audio, wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify. And while you're listening on there, be sure to hit the little five-star button to leave us a five-star review. We also are going to have weekly audio-only episodes. Uh, we had our first one last week, so you need to be subscribed to the wherever you get your podcast. It's free to subscribe um, to listen to those as well. Um, so do that. And while you're here and if you're new to the YouTube channel, be sure to subscribe here as well, because not only do we have live shows five days a week, but we have a ton of extra content as well. Um, but you can follow each of us on Twitter at S. Peters Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Abrica Danielle. And you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Thanks again to the What Chaos crew for joining us um, and everybody enjoy the rest of your Monday and we will see you all on Tuesday.